This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to another episode of the Grip for 60 podcast. Uh, five pass could open edition. Blanked for a second. Uh, that was a fun game we just watched. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot better than what happened Sunday. So. Yeah. Um, but before we get into all that, I'm going to go rogue. Oh, boy. I don't know if this is news. But I did see it pop up today. You said you pop, you saw it pop up a few days ago. The NHL is discouraging fans from tailgating. Tailgating is not prohibited at the Stadium Series game in Dallas. Winter Classic. Winter Classic. Same thing. Name. Give me one. Give me one difference between a Stadium Series game and a Winter Classic game. The Winter Classic game is always centered around New Year's. But does that change anything about the game? I mean, no, but, you know, exactly. de- details. Um, and I have to bring this up for this, for this reason. The NHL is such a crap league. Mm-hmm. Hockey is cool. Hockey is great and amazing. Having the best hockey players in the world in the same league is great and amazing. But the people that run the NHL, complete turds. Let me tell you, that's a real hot take after uh, everything that's happened in the hockey world but over I'm not the last like, week take. or so. I'm not saying it's a hot take. I know this is a Jets podcast, and I want to talk about the Jets. But first, I, I had to get this off my chest. Like, you can't just let people have fun. Listen, You're going to you force us to go to your stupid event and buy can't. a beer there or whatever. You can't hold a sporting event in Yeehaw Country and not exactly. ex- and not expect people to tailgate. That was ex- that was exactly where I was going next. You're hosting an outdoor game in Dallas, which already is just a, a what in the world type move, and you're going to tell them, "Oh, Nashville's coming to town," and you can't you can't drink before the game inside the in the the parking lot. Listen, you have to come to our event to go do so? I still think it's uh, funny when, like, I think it was, like, the Hurricanes, like, first started having, like, tailgate. It's, like, way back when they kind of first got into the swing of things. Yeah. People were like, oh, this is what people in the South do? But now it's, you know, just kind of normal. I'm just – the NHL is so weird. It, it goes very quickly – it vacillates very quickly between please like our sport and – you're not allowed to have fun. Please like our sport, but only the way we want you to enjoy it. That's not how you grow the game. Gary Bettman, get down from your ivory tower every once in a while. 
And just like, I don't know how to put this into words, even though that's kind of what I'm supposed to be doing. He was putting things into words, but like, this sucks. Your PR stinks. Go to the Olympics. That's my message for this is go to the Olympics. <laughs> um, Any other hockey rants you have? Or can we get back no, to our was, regularly scheduled Jess coverage? That was what was on my mind. Let people have fun. For once in your life, let people have fun. Stop being the old man yelling at a cloud, you know? You can't, I mean, you can't be successful. You can't grow the game in cities like Dallas or Nashville and be like, no, nah, you can't drink outside the stadium. You just can't. You can't do that. Let's talk about hockey. All right. So, yeah, just just talk about – stick to sports. What do we know? All right. So, the Jets just finished a 5-1 butt-kicking of the Dallas Stars in the first leg of the league's dumbest home-and-home. (laughs) <laughs> Brennan, why is it the league's dumbest home at home? Because neither of these two teams are remotely close to each other. That's what we should have called this. We should have called this dumb and, dumbest home at home edition. No, we should have called it a frequent flyer mile edition. Ooh, because we're the Jets. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, didn't think about, <laughs> I didn't think about that part. I was just <laughs> like, well, let's – I mean, look, like most home and homes are like, oh, uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Uh, Tampa, Florida, or I've seen like Carolina, Washington, like places that are like at least like remotely remotely close to each other. Okay, but when you when you play in fucking Winnipeg, where do you want to play your home and homes? Calgary. I guess Calgary, Minnesota. I don't know. Just maybe don't schedule home and homes. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean. At least they gave him a day in between for this one. Listen, if you have to look up uh, two places and how to get there, and the first thing that pops up are uh, flights, that's when you know it's yes. just too far. Right, exactly. You get a day of travel. Uh, stupid. And also, all of the... Uh, <laughs> all of the... Um, oh, I, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. You know what's even, you know what's even worse? What? After Dallas, they go back home. Yeah. They go right back home. They go home and then to Dallas and then back to Winnipeg for a home game. <laughs> but there is two days in between that. It's, it, but it's still just like, are, are, you, are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's not a great situation. <laughs> this stretch is, is uh, like a lot of home games – with some away games sprinkled in there, and it's kind of comical. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if it's, like, at the end of the stretch, or they might be done playing the Stars by the end of the stretch. I'm not sure. Don't quote oh, me on I don't that. Know. We've played the Stars quite a bit, haven't we? Wouldn't this yeah. be the Thursday is at least their third game? I think it's the fourth. Is it the fourth? I think it's the fourth. Look that up real quick. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Um, But, yeah, that was a good game. I, I – Totally, enjoy, I, I fully enjoyed that game. Um, 
It's always good to see Ellers, Connor, Morrissey up on the score sheet. Brendan, did you see the Morrissey goal? Yeah, I mean, calling it a goal is kind of generous. But you know what? Watch the game, nerd. Point shots work. You would know that. You would look. You would know. Get pucks to the net if you've ever played the game. Clearly, like Morrissey was just trying to game his Corsi there, and he just happened to score. <laughs> okay, whatever, nerd. Plus minus. Okay, so uh, this was the third matchup this season. They play each other one more time after this, or after Thursday. I'm sure it's not until like March or something. Uh, you are correct. Heyo. March twenty second. <laughs> What? <laughs> so, like, the very end of the season. We'll just sprinkle in a division game. The game here, is right? it, like, game 79 or something? Uh, it's probably 79. It's probably more like 76. Yeah. So usually it's, like, that first weekend of April. That's the end of the end of the regular season. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, that, was, that was indeed a fun game. Uh, the Jets – I couldn't tell if the Jets looked really good or if the Stars looked really bad for a while there. Uh, I know the Stars kind of came to life there in the second, but for most of the game, it looked like the Jets were creating chances. And, like, the Stars could not protect the front of their net. Yes, the the Kudobin let in four goals, because I think they had – no, he let in five. I think it was five. Uh, yes, Kudobin led in five goals, but he saved their butt so many times um, in that first period in particular and early in the second period. This game could have easily been three or four nothing by the time the Stars scored their goal. Um, yeah, and it just I, seemed like the first period was really open. Like, yes. anything anything was going. Any, yes. Um, well, when you say anything was going, they were creating chances. And yeah. ugh, that first power play – if that's the power play for the rest of the season, but like the Jets of old are back. Minus Honestly, like I don't, I still don't know how they they didn't score on like anything on that on, on that first, first play. dude. I mean, you were texting me like, um, oh, uh, who was it? Shifley's got to score that or something, whatever. I, like, I, I texted you, Shifley. Yeah, everybody on that power play had a chance to score. That Kyle Connor, I think, could have scored twice. And missed. Uh, it just, but if like if that's if that's the power play for the rest of the season, cool beans. Like this is this is the the Jets that we know and love. Their bread and butter is back. Um, but you know what my bread and butter is? Um, legal Eller's goals. Bread and butter. Hmm. Not once have goals entered into the, into the equation. <laughs> I hate you so much. This is psych reference. I don't know if you got it or not. I I, I pretty much figured. <laughs> um, shout out to you, psychos. Um, I feel like ninety percent of your jokes are either psych references or jokes inspired by psych. SpongeBob references too. Hmm, I was gonna say the other ten percent are just corny puns. I don't make that many puns. That's more of you and Dad. Yeah. Um. 
What did you think of this game? Uh, I thought through the first two periods, I was like, oh, this is not some – this is not the Jets hockey that I'm used to. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I talked about last week how, well, we'll see how this team does when they're playing a team that's not – that has, you know, NHL talent in the net or are at least better than the Ducks. Um who needs NHL talent everywhere else. Um, and today they had that, and they came out guns a-blazing, right? This is not a bad Dallas Stars team. They might have been, might have been bad tonight, but this is this, there's talent there. The Stars team, honestly, I was thinking about this um, before we got on. The Jets are kind of in the position that we expected the Stars to compete for. And so winning this game... And winning tomorrow, huge, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect them to win Thursday, but crazier things have oh. happened because this Jets team just kind of pulls stuff out of its ass all the time. <laughs> Dude, this, this Jets team, I, the weirdest things happen, man. It, it's basically um, like hoping and praying that Connor Halbuck does like really great things throughout like the entire game and then – you know, some stupid bounce happens and the Jets are winning. And you know what? He didn't really need to be that big today. He had his moments, but I would this is like one of the few games where I'm like, oh yeah, Connor Halbuck was the best player on the ice tonight. I mean, like, honestly, if you just didn't watch the third period at all, you would have thought like the Jets are a good team. In that they out attempted Dallas at five on five. 34 to 24 through two periods. And early on in the third, they were still out shooting Dallas, even though they had a 4-1 lead. Again, you know how score effects work, but if you want to explain that to the listeners who might not yeah. explain yeah. why that's kind of important. Well, I mean, teams always take their foot off the gas when they have the lead. And so things like scoring effects try to like take that into effect. But that being said, that third period was really bad. Like, there, there's one thing when it comes to taking your foot off the gas, and it's another thing when you are uh, outchanced 13-3. to three. Yeah. The Jets only had nine shot attempts at 5-1-5. Five, five. In that third period? Yeah. Mm, not great. Really not great. Nope. But did it matter? Did it matter? No, but I don't know. I still I, – it happened in the game. I wanted to throw it out there. You know what I'm going to chalk that up to? What? The fact that this team never has a lead and never has a multi-goal lead, and so they don't know how to play when they're up three goals. Yeah. Even know. when they win, they win by a goal. I mean, I guess you're right because – Generally, this team is just kind of allergic to offense, but yes. This team is allergic to leads. Well, so if you don't already, go check out uh, Michael Blake McCurdy's Twitter because he tweeted out like uh, an animation of the Jets' offense over time this season. And it's bad. Like, where the Jets are taking their shots from, it's bad. <laughs> but... 
tonight the Jets offense was good. So I will stop being so negative about the Jets for at least one night. Yeah. Because, hey, all five of their goals came from generally right in the slot. They don't do that on a night on a nightly basis. But they did it tonight. So here, there you go. <laughs> and I was going to say, they, they finished their chances tonight most of the time. Well, aside from that power play, they, where they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, or um, what's his name? Dallas Goley. Anton Kudobin. Kudobin, or Kudobin was making some absurd save. Um, aside from that, they were, I mean, Patrick Laine finished two chances and only got credit for one, so. Um, I didn't realize that Anton Kudobin was only five foot eleven. It's not really that surprising to me. Yeah, but I just sort of figured that, like, Aaron Dell was the only goalie under six feet. Mm. Carter Hart's not that tall. I thought he's pretty tall. I don't think so. I just figure anyone drafted highly nowadays has to be tall. He's 6'2", which I guess oh, isn't that tall two. for goalies. So oh, he's, he's, he's small. He's, uh, he's basically my height. I mean, he is basically a child. 6'2", 181, like Carter Hart and I are basically the same build. <laughs> anyway, this is not a Flyers podcast. Um, what were we talking about? The Dallas Stars. Oh, finishing chances. Finishing chances. Yeah, that's always yeah. good. And- um, so, at all situations, the Jets scored five goals. Count them. Yes. Five. On yes. 2.69, nice, uh, expected goals. Oh, but, like, 2.69 is pretty good. Yes. And generally, like, the season, just kind of because scoring is up, like, um, expected goals has kind of been undercutting things this year, so. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's not – again, it's not like a flaw with the numbers. It's just more so that players are just scoring at a higher rate than usual. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Uh, my guess is the shrinking goalie equipment, but that's just me. Oh, uh, that could be it. Um, anything else from this game that you found interesting? Um, you know, it was a good night for a lot of people for, uh, for Winnipeg. You know, obviously it was, you know, a really good night for, you know, that threesome of Kyle Connor, Mark Shafley and Patrick Laine. Yes. I, I was, you know, was it, um, oh, I don't remember which goal it was. Was it the Patrick Laine goal? I think it was, um, where there was just a line rush, basically, and they pass it. Everybody touched the puck after it entered the attacking zone, and they got one person to bury it. Oh, maybe, maybe it was the Shifley goal. I think it was the Shifley goal. Was just, oh, that was that was beautiful pass. It was ba- it was just basically a line rush, and they passed around the defenseman and gave the third guy to touch it a wide open net. Like it was perfect. Listen, uh, the, the Jets won. Nikolai Ellers scored a goal. Yes. And the Jets had five different goal scorers. To me, yes. I, I really don't have any complaints other than the third period. The other, the other thing I want to bring up about this game was you could kind of see the Stars getting into things in the, the, the end of that second period, right, where they get that, they get that goal um, they start to build some momentum. And you might think, okay, well, they're about to go on the power play. They might, um, they might start to fix things. Well, 
Jets kill the penalty. I mean, it was a short penalty because it was basically coincidental minors, but a little bit off. So it was like a 20-second penalty. Uh, and then Patrick Line buries one and just puts an end to that. Says, no, we're going to the, we're going to the break with a 4-1 lead. Do something about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's such a big goal for them, too. And um, particularly since he was the one that just gave the Stars the power play. All right. Uh, see, just to close off our discussion of this game. Yes. Want to play a game that I just created. Mm-hmm. How much ice time did David Gustafson get tonight? Like, just roughly how many minutes do you think? Eight. You're not far off. Seven minutes and 46 seconds. Which, Ooh, rounding given, up. <laughs> which, given some of the nights that he's played in this year, like, that's actually kind of a lot for him. Yes. Uh, I, but, I mean, I didn't really notice him. There was one shift early on where I was like, uh, that's not a great play. But it also wasn't entirely his fault. Um, I mean, you're also talking about a guy who has one point in 21 games this season. I, I... And it was the uh, – whatever that was against uh, Aaron Dell, where he just like shot it through Dell's glove and it just happened to go in. That's his one right. point. <laughs> that was, that was, you're going to bring that goal up as many times as he possibly can. Well, no. Anyway, the only reason why I brought that up is that Gustafson this year has had some like crazy nights where he's played like just over three minutes or uh, like five and a half I'm seeing a 318, a 415. So, I don't know. There's something fun I thought of uh, on the spot. Um, are you, and you just wanted to do it with Lucas Spisa? Or not Lucas Spisa. I'm thinking of something else. Um, you just wanted to do it with uh, – I don't even remember his name now. Gustafson. Gustafson. Thank you. David Gustafson? That was of the, the Winnipeg Jets. Sorry, I had okay. to. That's anyway. Bad. Yeah, well, I was trying to make... Swedish accent. I know, but I was just trying to use the uh, use, use, use the whole psych reference thing. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I, I just always find it funny because I know that Gustafson and Luoto are basically just AHLers at this point, but I always just find it comical, like, how little ice time those guys get on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um... You know what? David okay. Gustafson, 100% face-off percentage today. So Did he take like three of them? I don't think it tells me. I think it is his face-off percentage. Uh, and because, you know, face-off percentage is a super important stat. <laughs> kind of, that was kind of the joke there. Um, Dude, I love how his stat sheet, like, like the box score is just a bunch of zeros and then 100% face-off percentage. <laughs> Like, no goals, no assists, no points, zero on the plus minus, no penalties taken, no shots on goal, no hits, no blocks, no giveaways, no takeaways. But he did take a few (laughs) face-offs. Meanwhile, you got Ellers with one goal, one assist, two points, one plus minus, two penalty minutes, two shots on goal, one hit, no blocks, uh, GVA. Oh, giveaways? Yeah. One giveaway, one takeaway. No faceoffs, twelve minutes. Like he's got a number. He's only got a zero once. And it's for blocks. 
I mean, listen, at least Luota registered a shot on goal. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and, if Gustafson's not going to register a shot on goal, he could have at least registered a block or a yeah, takeaway. Yeah, and uh, Logan Shaw had a block, so. <laughs> but, but but Logan Shaw had like an extra half minute. Mm. So that's. It really makes up the difference. Uh, All right, let's briefly touch on the Kings game. I don't okay. want to spend too long on this because, frankly, yeah. anytime any extra time spent talking about Kings hockey probably just makes anyone want to like throw up. So, yep. Well, nah. It was a West Coast game. Nobody saw it. Doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it was kind of one of those uh, like games you just sort of see at the end of a road trip. Like the Jets were bad in this game. That's that. There's just no sugarcoating it. They gave up 37 shot attempts. At five on five in the first period. It sounds like a lot. Thirty-seven. The the Kings had one point seven three expected goals in that period. Speaking of defense, do we know if uh, Sabisa is going to be out for any significant amount of time? Because he, um, he, took, a, I don't, he took a whack. Today. I don't know about um, Sabisa, but. We do know that Dmitry Kulikov is going to be out for, until, like, the All-Star break. Well, that's... So... Uh, did you, like, uh, check the tweet I sent out earlier from, from our account that was, like, the Jets' defense is just going to be Morrissey, guy, 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 guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Uh, I didn't actually see that tweet. I'll have to look oh, that. man. I thought it was a good one. Too busy doing laundry. Um, yeah, so I just, <laughs> what is happening? Um, uh, we, Murat put it best when, I think it was two defensemen went down in the same game and we were all, you know, the, 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 deep, the organizational depth of defense is already kind of stretched right now. And he goes, we're living in absurdity. I'm like, yeah, we are living in absurdity. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Okay. Listen, all you really need to know about this Kings game is that some guy named Nikolai Prokorkin scored. <laughs> That's at... not a real person. <laughs> that, uh, That's not even like soup and just yep. That's a hockey player now. That's not he even like from some foreign country and his needs a hidden identity. That's not even like the. Um, you know, like the patented who the hell is this guy that the Penguins always call up once a year that oh, ends up Rock scoring Kenya. like 40 points? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like assisted, that. It's like – Goal scored is, by a pet rock, assisted by Crosby, also <laughs> assisted by the pet rock's best friend. Right. But like the whole Nikolai Pro, Prokorkin – I'm butchering this so hard. But Pro the thing Korkin. about that is like it's not even in that vein. It's more so it's like – It's more so like – um we just needed a guy to fill out the roster. Yeah. As is often the case with the Kings. Yeah, well. We couldn't even – was it was it Jonathan Slow? Or was uh, it – I don't know. Give me a second. He, no, it was Jack Campbell. Campbell. Well, that explains it. Yeah. What is, what is Jonathan Slow – what is his cap hit? Uh, a Eight. lot for like three or four more years. 
Also known as just too much money. Yeah, just too much money. Dude, uh, yeah. That Kings tweet from like 2012, that's like, we've signed Jonathan Quick to like a 12-year extension. So that that's 12 more years of our goaltender being better than yours. Uh, People have gotten so much use out of that, and it's so beautiful. I bet. Oh, but the Kings get a lot of, well, not a lot. They get a, a lot of contracts, but it's not a lot of money coming off the books in the next couple of years. Yeah, they're kind of up a creek without a paddle for a few years. Oh well, they've got they've got Drew Doughty at eleven mil for the next eternity. Yeah, that's secretly like one of the worst contracts in hockey that nobody really oh, wants to mention. Jonathan Quick isn't. It's five point eight. Is it really only five point eight? It's five point eight until twenty twenty three. I mean, it's still a bad contract. Still a bad contract, yeah. But I mean, it's not Martin Jones level of bad when it comes to goaltenders. But I mean, it's not the worst contract on the team. <laughs> That's also a good point. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if it's Drew Doughty at 11 million, Ilya Kovalchuk at 6 million, or Anze Kopitar at 10 million. I mean, Kovalchuk isn't even playing for them anymore. He's still on cap friendly. I know, but he's somewhere in the hockey version of um, what's the, the uh, I can't even think of the word right now. What's the place between heaven and hell? Purgatory. Thank you. I knew it started with a P. He's sort of in hockey purgatory right now. Are like. Okay, you got Drew Doughty and then, like, the rest of their defensemen, are they all on, like, rookie deals or something that end next year or, like, entry, like m- league minimum deals that end at the end of the season? Honestly, they just have a bunch of guys that I just str- – I've never heard of, like, I feel like half of their roster. Maybe half Maybe. is a little bit of, of uh, an exaggeration. But, like, I feel like most people haven't even heard of, like, Paul Ledoux or Sean Walker. Nope. Nope. The only reason I know who Yoakam Ryan is is because he played for the Sharks the last couple of years. Yoakam Ryan is legitimately a basketball player. Changed my mind. I'm not going to. But getting away from – I mean, like, I can make fun of the Kings, like, all day long because it's, it's very easy. I mean, yes, we could make fun of the Kings, but also they did win – they did beat the Jets. Yeah, and also, so, like, we, we could make fun of the Jets, and if we were – or we could make fun of the Kings, and if we were, I would say something like, since winning the Stanley Cup in 2014, they've won one playoff game. But we're not making fun of the Kings anymore, so I'm not going to say You're not going to do that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is a shame, because that would be funny if you were yeah. to actually say something like that. Yeah, I know, it really would be. Um, Jack Roslovic scored a goal. My boy got the third star of the game. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to mention about this game? Not really. This is just kind of a depressing sort of game, to be honest. The only thing I will say is that I don't think that the Kings are as bad as their results say they are. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, the roster sucks and the goaltending sucks. But generally, like, the underlying numbers have been pretty not horrible. I mean, 
they're not going to threaten for the playoffs or anything. They've already dug themselves a, a big hole that they're not going to get out of because the team sucks. But, I mean, shoot. <laughs> no one's ever going to say this because it's such a brutal hot take. But if you just look at the numbers, like the job that Todd McClellan is doing over there is actually super impressive. <laughs> uh, would if Todd McClellan stayed with the Sharks, would they have won a cup with the group they the group they had maybe last year or the year before? No, I, I think the I think the three zero thing kind of just killed that team. I think after that, I feel like they spent the, the entire year after that just with the whole three zero thing still on their mind. They missed the playoffs. I I just yeah, but Tom McClellan. Really good regular season coach. Just want to throw that out there. Well, there we go. Just just so, wipe wipe your memory of uh, his time in Edmonton. So where does that leave us? That leaves us with another game against the Dallas Stars. That's where it leaves us. How are we going to preview this one? Um, I don't know. We don't really need to say that much, to be honest. Can I? Can can we please? Okay. Did. Can we please get a fist fight between Nikolai Ellers and Jamie Benn? Probably not. They were about to tonight. Yeah, I guess. But but. I, I just want to see it happen. I think the status of both of those players will prevent it from happening. I know. Like once again, the NHL is like crap league. But. Uh, it also gives the Jets a really good opportunity because right now they have a game in hand on the Stars. Okay. And they're two points up. Two points up. Two points up. Okay. That's, that's what I'm looking at unless I need to refresh my Google page, but I don't think so. I feel like they were already like a point up. I'm saying two. Okay. Two points so they could go four points up. Yeah. With a game still in hand. Fascinating. So the next you know, game is at home against the Ducks. After, so if that's your game in hand, that's, you know. uh, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Oh, and see, now, but after the Ducks game, though, they actually have a real home and home <laughs> yes. with, with the Red Wings. That's a home and home you could actually do. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, basically, you just have to ask yourself the question, would a same person travel from point A to point B in a day? If the answer is yes, then make a home at home. <laughs> this uh-huh. is a real friendly schedule here. In two weeks, they get five games, three of which are at home, and then they get a three-game homestand. I mean, that's pretty cushy. You know, mark your calendars for uh, the episode in a – in a week or so, I guess oh a couple, like a week and a half, when uh, we spend the entire episode talking about the Flyers. Carter Hart, do 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 do. Carter Hart, do 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 do. Carter Hart, do 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 do. Carter Hart. Okay. Uh, all right. I, honestly, I don't really think we need to say a whole lot more about Dallas because they just play each other tonight. Okay. Score predictions. Ah. Uh, 
I'll go I'll go bold here and I'll go five two Dallas. I was gonna go two one Dallas. Ooh, all right. Bunch of Debbie Downers. Yeah, I think we were last time too when the Jets won. I think we're just overly harsh with the Jets. That's possible. I mean, you know, I mean, they, they also do deserve a lot of criticism. To be, to be fair, seventeen wins, eleven of them are by one goal. That sounds sustainable. Yeah, so. yeah, but you know, they don't take points away from you in the standings, like it or not. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, again, I I'm not, you know, putting the putting the Jets in the playoffs with a Sharpie yet, but it's always really nice to be, it's always really nice to be in a good it. spot this time here. Sorry. I really want to see a step. Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I tried to start the sentence like three times because I thought you were done. I really want to see the the Jets and Stars do a seven-game series for no reason other than I think it would be fun. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. It just seems like a fun idea. That's you know a good reason to want to see them play each other, though. All right, uh, TC, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at TC underscore 904 and on Instagram at the same handle. You can find me on Twitter at bfarrell727. Follow the pod on Facebook and Twitter at gripper60pod. Um, also check out the Hockey Podcast Network's page for our latest episodes. I promise that at some point when I finally hit winter break, I will finally upload all the episodes to our Spotify channel. But other other than that, uh, I think that's all we have tonight. Uh, Thank you all for listening and have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.